Sota, Perik Vav, Mishnadalad, 6 4, the last of the Perik. And to a good degree, pretty much we're coming to the end of the halachas of Sota, even though the Masechnas are over. I will soon be moving on to other topics. Here we are talking about what happens if there's contradictory testimony regarding what happened during the stira. So the Mishnah says, Eid Omer Nitmes, Eid Omer Lo Nitmes. If there are two witnesses, and these witnesses come at the same time, and that's essential, they come together to Bezdin. And one says, they looked at the keyhole and she was adulterous. And the other one says, I was looking and no, she was not adulterous. And I have contradictory testimony. Um, or, Isha Omeris Nitmes, Isha Omeris Lo Nitmes. Or if you have two um, women testifying, these are women, women, meaning the same would be if they're relatives or if they're slaves and so on. These are people who are not normally kosher edus, but in the, as we've established the past couple of Mishnayos, they are uniquely accepted regarding what happened during the stira. So again, if they contradict each other, um, so then we're sort of at a stalemate, and that be the case, Haisa Shosa, we're back to simply not knowing what to believe, what happened during stira, and therefore we let the woman drink the water to prove her innocence. Now, according to the gears we have in front of us over here, we have two separate possibilities. I'll call them two conventionally kosher witnesses, um, contradicting each other, or two psulos, invalid witnesses, contradicting each other. Now, that being the case, the obvious inference to make from our Mishnah is, if you had one witness who was a kosher witness, let's say an unrelated man, and the second one being a aid puzzle, a not typically kosher witness, like a related man, like one of his relatives, um, or her relatives, or this case could be a woman or a slave, etc. So then the kosher witness would outweigh the eight puzzle. That's the inference from our mission. That's why I gave two separate cases, one with just Adam conventional Adam, one with two female Adam. And that ostensibly is how the dim would be, it seems from the Rambam. Um, but worth noting, it's not perfectly clear. And in fact, um, in the Yushalmi, the version of our Mishnah is not like how we have it over here. In the Yushalmi, it says, if one aide says nitmis and a woman says lo nitmis, so you have like a kosher witness versus a not kosher witness, contrary to each other, the din there also is haisha um, shosa, we let her prove her innocence. So according to the Rishalmi, um a single witness regarding this matter is on equal footing uh, with any, with the two witnesses are on equal footing, whether or not they're kosher witnesses, if you will. That's Yushalmi's version. Lachor, not lahalacha, though. Now, um, the next case of our Mishnah tells, tells us um, that Echad Omer Nitmes Ushnaim Omrim Lo Nitmes. If one person was looking through the hole and said, I saw what happened, and they were adulterous, and two others say, Well, we were with you at the exact same time that you're saying you saw what happened, and we're telling you that's not what happened. So they contradict. So it's one says yes, and two say no. Then Haisa Shosa. Now we're back to not knowing what happened, and therefore she can drink to prove her innocence. Now, the obvious question is well, we just said in the previous line of the Mishnah, if it's one against one, she drinks. So one against two, of course she drinks. What's the Chiddush here? And the point of her Mishnah at this point is that even if they don't come together, so meaning in the first case, the Mishnah, as I said, they're coming together and they're contradicting one another, um, meaning that in the first case, if one witness came, and said she 
was adulterous. And then after the court says, okay, we accept that. And now another witness comes in later on and says, oh no, I was looking and she wasn't adulterous. We won't accept that second witness because once you've established the halachic fact, and like according to Tosos, case closed, according to Rosh, even just like Tokhe de Dibor, once you've accepted the first testimony, so then uh, an aid puzzle can't come in contradict what the courts have accepted. Notwithstanding, our mission now tells us that if two witnesses come even after the fact, we'll accept those two witnesses, even if those witnesses aren't of the typical kosher variety because it's essentially one against two. And the rule our mission is now therefore establishing is that when you have um, in the regard to the question of nitmus, whether she was actually adulterous during stira, so basically we will go, we'll accept non-conventionally, you know, Adam Sulin, not conventionally acceptable witnesses, but if we have a contradiction, we essentially, it becomes a numbers game. And if more witnesses say she is innocent than guilty, we let her drink. And if more say she's guilty and innocent, we don't let her drink. Um, and it's it's as uh, simple as that. Now just that's not so simple, though. I want to make sure it's clear. When it comes to the rules of Aedus normally, um, and actually I mentioned the Pasuk, the previous Mishnah, that we say it doesn't matter. Once you have two kosher witnesses as a pair, so they establish a lachic fact, and that's tray two is as good as may, as good as a hundred. So if two say something happened and a hundred say no, it didn't, that's just a deadlock. Okay, there's no numbers game. Um, when it comes to conventional Eidos testimony. But this is something a little different. This is the unusual case where we already have like all the circumstantial evidence of the Kirin and Stira point to the fact that something very bad is happening here. Um, and that being the case, we're allowing even just one witness, even like a you know a very typically unacceptable witness, to tip the scales in to let us say, yes, what we suspect is happening is happening. Therefore, our mission is coming to tell us over here that when we're trying to figure out how to tip the scales to let her drink or not let her drink, it becomes a, just a simply numbers game. If more say she was guilty than innocent, we wouldn't let her drink. If more say she's innocent than guilty, then we would not let her drink. And the mission says that works in both directions, like I kind of spoke out here. Shnaim omrim nitmis omar lo nitmis. Similarly, if two witnesses say that she is guilty of adultery. Oh, I'm sorry. Before I go on. In the previous case, where you have the contradiction one against two, I want to make sure something's clear. If you have two witnesses who were testifying, um, let's say they're kosher witnesses, okay? And the two witnesses are testifying. In our mission, the case is, they're saying, the one witness says, I saw that she was adulterous, and the other two say, uh, no, you didn't see that. And that's what's happening. But if they say, if their testimony is not, you didn't see that, because you that's not what you saw at the time you're looking, but we don't know what happened the whole time. We weren't looking from beginning to end. We just know when we were looking when you were looking, and and you didn't see that. But if their testimony is we were looking the whole time, and we're telling you this woman did not commit adultery, period, we believe those two witnesses in and of themselves, and she wouldn't have to drink anymore because we let her go because the two witnesses established nothing happened. Okay, so the case of our mission here is when it's one against two the middle case of the Mishnah, is that the two are saying, you didn't see that. We don't know what happened from beginning to end in that room. We weren't watching the whole time, but you definitely did not see adultery happen. Okay? The last part of the Mishnah here says that it goes in both directions. So, Shnaim Omrim Nitmes, if two say that she was guilty of adultery, Ve'echer Omar Lo Nitmes, and one says, no, she wasn't. So now, Lo Haisa Shosa, we don't let her drink, because again, we're going after the majority, the, the larger number, and the larger number is saying that she was guilty, that tips the scale saying we assume she was guilty, we don't afford her the opportunity to drink, because now we're assuming her guilt, um, and therefore they have to get divorced, and she will lose her ksuba.